Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet Welcome to the podcast Love the Graps My name's Chris, I'm here with Alan Hello That's Alan, and this is our wrestling podcast It's about wrestling Yeah Chat about wrestling, get together, watch some wrestling, chat about wrestling. You know, wrestling. Sometimes we talk about wrestling while we're watching the wrestling. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes we talk about other stuff while we're watching the wrestling. Just talk about anything, really. Yeah. Um, but today we've watched wrestling. Yeah. And now we're going to talk. We're going to talk about it now. Yeah. It is currently eleven minutes past eleven yeah. on Saturday, the twelfth of January, two thousand nineteen, and we have just watched. NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool Edition. <laughs> we watched it a bit late. Yeah. We were on a delay. Yeah, tape um, delay. Yeah. More than one person, at least two people, messaged us as it finished live mm. to ask what we thought of it. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't have told you anyway. No. Had we been watching it. Well, live. I said, I said, listen to the podcast. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. That's the whole point. Right. You people are getting too lazy need to listen to the podcast <laughs> um, we're going to start giving you tests yeah um i think our syllabus is going to be based mainly around bad takes yeah um but there will also be a trivia section which is to do with our favorite snack foods mm-hmm. and that sort of that who's sort of my favorite crisp manufacturer you should all know bobby's isn't it yeah it is bobby's yeah, yeah. you've given it away now there's yeah. no point is it oh I thought you were asking me. No. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't shut up about it. No. One day, I'll make a pilgrimage. To Bobby. Yeah. Um, NXT TakeOver UK. Apparently, this is the first NXT UK TakeOver event. Um, You've got to start somewhere. uh, It is not the first NXT TakeOver in the UK, nor is it the first um, WWE UK show no featuring all of these people so i don't know what the, like i i felt a bit a bit of a disconnect every time they tried to play it up like it was this historical event well i mean before we we had the takeover mm-hmm. in the uk i think you and i were both there yeah um didn't really know each other that well at that point i think you gave me a lift home so we did know each other well enough no, in fact, we got a lift home with Mark. Mark yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we did know each other, but yeah. we weren't sat together. No, we, we were weren't sat We'd already, we had already acquired tickets yeah. before um, our relationship really settled in. Yeah, Jack the Ripper headlined yeah. that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, we had the WWE UK tournament. Yep. Uh, the championship tournament. Mark at, won. At Blackpool. Yep. Uh, where, we, where this show was tonight. Mm-hmm. So that was a big first. And then they did the big Royal Albert Hall yes. thing. And that was a big first. Yeah. And then they had this. Well, and then they also did the one in Norwich with all of the plastic chairs. Didn't did they? I ever see the light of day? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I watched it. I yeah. remember I watched it. It was a two-dayer, though, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. There was like a one-off special that was like shown after the fact it wasn't live. Right. It was like filmed earlier in the week and then was shown on the weekend or something. I think yeah. that was that one. Was that the one where Dan Maloney tagged with Rich Swan? 
Yeah. That's yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, NXT or WWE have firmly sort of planted their roots in the UK. Yeah, it's been um, a, it's been a stuttering start. Yeah, um, well, we're gonna we're gonna do. Let's just get frame this a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we're not gonna do our three love the graps and three not my graps because no, doesn't deserve that. No, we weren't there live. No, nope. so it's not for, like we like to give an impression of the whole experience. The rule is that we do a three and three for live shows only, unless we fancy doing it for something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so we didn't fancy doing it for this one. So we'll just have a chat about it. We we'll just let, chat about it. Yeah. But yeah, so um, it's been a week. Of of like announcements for NXT UK, mm. they they had the big takeover today. But yesterday they announced the Performance Center, yeah, which is going to be in Enfield, yes, you know, the place of dreams, isn't it? Yeah. Orlando, Florida, that's where Disney is. Yeah, Enfield, it's where there was um, famous haunting in Enfield. There was, yeah, yeah. Um, Harry Enfield, yeah, um, real British, you know, national treasure. I still think of Enfield as being in Middlesex. Yeah. Apparently Middlesex hasn't existed since before I was born. Um, so I don't know how that happened. Although, you know, I, oh God, I can't even do it. I was going to I was gonna make a, a joke about the fluidity of gender. <laughs> no, that would have been a good one. Uh, yeah, but I just didn't think I could make it without it being offensive. Yeah, male, female and Middlesex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a very broad God. spectrum yeah, in the middle yeah, yeah. sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um uh so yeah, that that was a big announcement. They had um yeah. some photos come out with basically everyone who has been associated with the WWE UK there. Yeah, all in um, their prison uniforms. Shawn Michaels was there. He was. Yeah, looking <laughs> I was like, who is who is know, that old Do you know man? who I thought it was at first? Yeah. And like I just thought it can't possibly be him. Yeah. Nick Gage. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, they do look. They, they, yeah, I can see it. I can see where you're coming yeah. from. Charlotte was there. Yeah, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Um, see, Finn Balor, of course, got his roots in the UK. Yeah. Uh, I understood him being there. Charlotte, mm-hmm. not so much. No, no. Um, but obviously just fancied the trip. Well, yeah. She also, fancied- you know, with women's wrestling, they wanted to do some... Some sort of representative from the established women's wrestling. Yeah, if only there was someone kind of UK-ish. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if she's supposed to be good or bad. It's confusing. Also, she, women's wrestling, she's the man. Yeah, that's so confusing. It does get confusing. Well, maybe we'll talk about her in a minute because there was definitely a moment in the show where it would have been appropriate for her to have come yeah. come to the ring. Um but I don't know, what, how do you want to... I mean, there were only five matches. We could talk yeah. a little bit about each one if you wanted to. Well, we can do. Um, yeah. As I say, we started watching this uh, just over an hour after it started. Yeah. So um, we we went to watch it from the start. <laughs> yeah, through some mix-up on my app, um, we, we pressed watch it from the start, but it started before the women's title match. Yeah, but we didn't know that that wasn't the first match. No, somehow we had jumped in at a point that would make sense to have been the beginning of the show. Yeah, because they, they showed Blackpool on a map. Oh, yeah, we had the little advert. Um, and then they showed some really ropey B&Bs <laughs> and yeah. a really shitty picture of the seafront. Yeah. Now, I love Blackpool. Yeah, and I like a run-down seaside town. Yeah, um, but it's not a, a panoramic shot, is it? No. Do you know what I mean? 
It's like, although it's very English, the way they the way they sort of um, you know showed it. It's like the title of the Coronation English. Street. Yeah, well, and you know, like I do think Americans do think of the UK as being very old and everything's old and well, like you know, and and everybody in uh, NXT UK has, is very old has fought their way out of the ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> they're all from a rough working class background. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, we all are in this country. Aren't yeah, we? yeah, yeah. Um, you're either that or you're a toff. Right. And they haven't got any wrestling toffs, so I expect we'll see some of those soon. No, Jack Gallagher hasn't made it over, has he? No. He hasn't come over to the no. to the U- NXT UK brand. I guess the closest that they've had is Ginny mm. as a sort of uh, new night, money, night's brief, night's new money, fashionista. Mate. Yeah. Yeah. She could um, be like that fellow who's the heir to the McVitie's fortune. You seen that guy? No. Um, he's on Made in Chelsea. All oh, right, because she's kind of that character, isn't she? She's like a Made in Chelsea sort of character. She's not as much of an idiot. No, all, but all, no, but some of them are supposed to be evil as well. Like. Are they? Yeah, because it's like a story, and right? Like, I've never seen all, it. They're all. I have seen some of it. Yeah, and one of them's um, called Toff, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. See that? I think they're all called stuff like that, though, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, Midge. <laughs> Midge, yeah, tough, yeah. screwy. <laughs> anyway, rest him. Orange juice. Um, so wrestling. Uh, the so the yeah. first match. Should, I don't know what order we should do it in because well, we didn't. Let's watch. do it the order that we watched it. So the yeah. first match was the women's match. Yeah. Um, so as far as we knew, this was the opener. Yeah. It actually was the semi-main. So Sammy Jane should have been in it. Um, yeah. She somewhere else tonight. Maybe at Eve. Who knows what went on at Eve tonight? Don't know. Oh, Martin yeah, Bentley wasn't, wasn't there. Eve wasn't, so was there, yeah. who knows? Um, Tony Storm, mm-hmm. the challenger, um, taking on Ripple H, the champion. Well, before we get into the match, we know two people who weren't at Eve tonight. Yes. Which was uh, Kelly Ray, I think they referred <laughs> to her as at one point, and Jazzy Gabbett, yeah. um, formerly alpha female. Yeah. Um, and, and a name that I don't think would get over with WWE. Jazzy. Um, no, al- alpha female. All oh, right. Like, that's like, that's not a name. We, we Everybody's got names now, haven't they? There's yeah. nobody, nobody's called Test anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. Yeah. Well, no, who? Velveteen Dream. That's a weird name. Yeah, that's actually his name, isn't it? He's not Patrick Clark. The Velveteen no, Dream. No, but when he came, when he started, Dream. he was the Velveteen Dream, wasn't yeah. he? But I feel like they've just moved towards him being called Velveteen Dream. His first name is Velveteen. Yeah. Surname is Dream. Yeah. There's no wrestlers. Like I'm trying to think if, it, off the top of my head, are there any wrestlers whose names are like proper nouns rather than like f- first name, surname, or just first name? Or I don't just think there surname. are anymore. No. Um, Please, I need an example. If anybody has got one, there no. must be someone. There must. There's just got to be. Be strong enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. him. Bork laser. Yeah. Um, other than that, no. So yeah, there you mm. go. Well, I mean, I guess we got Bomber Dave Mastiff. Is Bomber <laughs> his name? Um, okay, so the women's match, women's yeah. title match. Tony Storm against Ripple H. Yeah, um, but... Ripple H. Notable. Can we? Can we at least uh, want, once call her Rhea Ripley? Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Um, 
notable for being the. Do you, uh, do you want to explain the Ripple H thing? She had a t-shirt, <laughs> yeah, which had Ripley on it, yeah. but the Y looked like a H. Yeah, and it looked like Ripple H. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. Yeah. Just. You know, there are some <laughs> references that you can't just use and expect that the people know what you're talking These about. These people should I crawl inside our one minds. Joke. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's notable for the fact that she's the NXT UK <clears throat> women's champion. Um, mm. And outside of NXT or NXT UK has never wrestled in the UK. No. Which was a bit weird. It was like if they'd have done that um, WWE UK championship way back in Blackpool mm. uh, and had Buddy Murphy yeah, yeah. win it, which is a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but it didn't matter because she lost. Yeah, she she had it, then she lost it. Yeah. Because Tony Storm had won the May Young Classic yep. and was given the opportunity to challenge <laughs> for the Women's <laughs> Championship of her choosing. Yeah, so on Raw, yeah. uh, on SmackDown, yeah. on NXT, yeah. or NXT UK. Yeah. Tony Storm is an idiot. Yeah, absolute idiot. Yeah. She's obviously not interested in making money. No. Um, So she chose to face uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, Ripple H, (laughs) at Blackpool. Yeah. And had a match. Survived the Riptide. Yeah. And won with the Tyler Driver. 90. Tony Strong. What's it called? (laughs) Uh, Strong Tony. Strong. Storm Zero. Storm Zero, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, Not Strong Zero. Not allowed to do that. No. Um, So, yeah. Uh, new champion, Tony Storm. Yeah. So as far as we knew, shows off to a great start. Yeah. So oh, that's a big, yeah. that's a big start. But then we zipped back and yeah, we realised uh, yeah. our mistake. I mean that that match, it was it was far. It was. I have to temper just about all of my opinions on this whole thing with the fact that I don't watch week to week WWE, NXT UK or WWE full stop. So I watched some in the build up to this mm. doing my research putting the yards in um it's a boring tv show yeah and i've got to say some of that was reflected a bit tonight yeah um some of the matches and this maybe was one of them um although this might have been one of the better ones um shot for epic and fell short um in that they were they were trying to you know it's the first takeover um and and didn't quite make that. Yeah. And there was still a bit, oh, it's just two people that, I mean, not so much in this one, because as you say, we never see Ripple H. Um, it's just those people we see fighting all the time, fighting again. Yeah. Um, I think Ripple H's problem <coughs> is that her finish is rubbish. Yeah. Um, the road dog pump handle slam <laughs> is just never going to get me going. Like, I just think you should never, like, it's just one of those moves where, like, it's like, wait a minute, did you miss a bit of this yeah well she did miss a bit because she doesn't do the pretending to bum someone <laughs> before <laughs> do you remember true. yeah used to yeah, do yeah i remember when it was okay to do yeah um but yeah it's just it feel it just it's like a nothing move yeah. especially seeing as it's like the same setup as pete dunn's finish yeah and that's much better yeah um but looking forward tony storm's got the belt now yeah that's really good um i don't know where she's gonna work because she doesn't seem to be working anywhere else. She's well, is still she, in progress, is she I think, of, at the moment. Is she one of the people that's finishing up with places? I think she is, yeah. yeah. Um, she's one of the kind of flagship people. Yeah. Um, so who knows? But well, it's in good hands. Yeah. And and for, as far as we knew, off to a good start. Okay. And then we zip back to the actual beginning of the yeah. show. Um, 
so we went back and it kicked off with the final of the tag team championship series. I don't know, was it a tournament? I, I don't know how it, it worked tournament. out. Um, but I think actually we, we spoke about the first episode of the NXT TV show. Yeah, yeah, we show. did watch that, yeah. And on that episode, um, Tyler and Trent Seven came out and announced that there was going to be a tag team yeah. championship tournament. Yeah. Um, and they were entering themselves. Um, and so the next time we watched it, they were fighting for the titles against... Are they called Grizzled Young Veterans? That seems like a stupid no. name, and I don't feel like... Th- I never liked it anyway, and I feel like it, WWE wouldn't I, be I don't it. think they've got a tag team name no. in, in NXT But UK. then I also don't think that everybody needs to have a tag team name. No, no, it's true. Like, I always, you know, I, I hark back to when um, Mark Davis and Carl Fletcher were first tagging, and I just wanted them to go by their surnames. Um, but no, Aussie Open it is. And in this case, I guess Zach Gibson, um, Mr. Mayhem, <laughs> James well, Drake. Well, I mean, their finisher yeah. is called Ticket to Mayhem. Ticket to Mayhem. That they should have just called themselves that. Yeah. Yeah, they should have done. Here we go. Ticket T- to Mayhem. <laughs> Scream if you want to go faster. Um, so, yeah, it was it was Ticket to Mayhem mm-hmm. uh, against Mustache Mountain. Yeah. Uh, Mustache Mountain came out in um, Gear to Honor... The British Bulldogs. Yeah. Apparently. If somebody can find me a photo of the British Bulldogs wearing gear that matched this. Actually, I'm sure there is one out there. But yeah. I don't feel like that the British Bulldogs had iconic gear that looked like the gear they were wearing. Well, no, no. And I think, I don't know, because, yeah. Like, no. There isn't, a, there isn't an outfit that, like, I picture the British Bulldogs in. No. Like, as... Well, I mean, that's because when I think of the British Bulldogs, I just I just think of a dog. Yeah. They were missing the dog. Yeah. Um, they should have had a bulldog. I yeah. mean, it didn't have to be a bulldog. Staffy. It's a bit more modern, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, or St. Bernard. Actually, I feel like those guys would have, have, have like a pug, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hipsters. Um, uh, and capes. There were no capes. No. I do like a cape. Um, I mean, if they really wanted to do a tribute to the British Bulldogs, they would have, like, one of them... Would have been like heavily muscular with braids, yeah, <laughs> and the other one would have been abusive to everybody even backstage. Yeah. And they both would have been off their tits on drugs. <laughs> yeah, who who's to say they weren't? Yeah, and they act they act a little bit queer sometimes. Those two, um, a little bit off. Right. Um, so it's ticket to mayhem against the British Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, it's all right. Trent got a bit of color. He got back bashed in the head, didn't he? Yeah. Um and they they did a match. Okay, it was it was a fun tag match. I think at one point you said that this kind of stuff. I think it was during the uh, the the match uh, after this. Mm. Um, but you said this is like a not particularly high profile progress show. Yeah, it feels like a Sheffield progress show. Yeah, like that's, you know, no. No slight to the people who enjoy the Sheffield Progress shows, but you're getting the fourth best there. Although the Sheffield shows have been really good, ironically. Okay. Um, but yeah, it felt a bit. Uh, um, it is grizzled young veterans against British strong style. The, this whole thing, and it's going to be something that we come back to again and again. It suffers from the fact that we've seen it all for the last three or four years, and 
that would be fine if you think that it's reaching a whole set of new eyes. And maybe it is. You know, we, we've got anecdotal evidence um, that there are people who have enjoyed watching this, but they only watch WWE. Well, there are definitely, in terms of, like, people who don't go to rest, like, go to live wrestling. Yeah. Like, they're probably before, well, no, maybe, maybe not. But, like, there was a point where I only watched WWE. Yeah. I didn't really have access to everything else. No. Um, or, like, the idea of watching some of the um, indie stuff didn't appeal to me because it doesn't always look very good. No. And definitely when I first started watching it, um, there was a lot of very poorly filmed stuff with, yeah. like, inaudible commentary or terrible sound mixing. And you still get lots of that now. Um, but to some people, just watching something that's only on Vimeo is kind of beyond... Yeah, like their desire. Like, why would you spend seven pounds for something on Vimeo when you've just got that ten pound WWE subscription? It's true. Like, and WWE they always do top class production. Mm. Although the sound mixing for me was a little bit off today. Some of the music was very quiet. Um, and it always you can see everything. They show you exactly what they want you to see for the most part. Sometimes the editing. Um, Mrs. Sings, but that's just the way it is with live yeah. events. Um, so, yeah, it is an accessible way of watching British wrestling that hasn't existed before. Yeah. So to some people, this is all new. To those of us who have been going to shows for years, for those of us who have been particularly invested in, in the scene and have watched this whole NXT UK or WWE UK relationship sort of, or you know, experiment, but blossom or, you know, bloom into what it is today. We have seen all of these things before. We've seen yeah. all of these people in various combinations before. So we're not, it's not actually offering us anything new. No. So that will be the litmus test for this thing. I, I think we, they should have done more gimmicks. I mean, imagine, I mean, you're not going to mess with Trent Seven. And Tyler Bate. Mm. And, you know, they're, they're two of the three who don't have to wear the prison uniform. Um, but Zach Gibson could have been a clown. Uh, right. James Drake could have been a wrestling hairdresser. Yeah. Or James Francis Drake. <laughs> yeah. Francis Drake. Yeah. yeah. Get a bit of Brit in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It, it should have been... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say Stepper Gibson, but I was thinking of Gripper Stebson. Right from Grange Hill. Okay, okay. Uh, so Gripper Stebson uh, and Francis Drake. Yeah, that's what they should have been, and then that would be a new match. Yeah, it would. Cause, yeah, because no one's seen that before. Yeah, like I, I really, <clears throat> I, I think that's what this whole. I mean, we've we've got completely sidetracked from talking about the actual matches. Yeah, but that's what this whole thing lives and dies on for me at this point. Is like is giving me new things to watch because mm. it's not giving me that at the moment. No. Um, like NXT, OG NXT. Yeah. Like they, they're they bringing in indie guys. But I haven't seen loads of the, those people against each other before. No. Like I'd never seen a match with Pete Dunne and Ricochet and whoever against the... You know, Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby yeah. Fish, Adam Cole. 
Like I'd never seen that combination or anything quite like it. Like I hadn't seen I haven't seen big matches between people like and we had not seen them yet or may not see them at all, but between people like um Alistair Black and Keith Lee and Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Like there are combinations there that still yeah. hold intrigue and big match possibility. And may, maybe that's it's it's a consequence of, of something we've mentioned a lot on this podcast of everybody everywhere. Yeah. Um that if this had happened two years ago, yeah, it wouldn't have been so bad. Um but the last two years have been everybody mm. everywhere well, in the same com- companies fighting the same people. Well, let, let's skip to the end okay. quickly because I feel like on this on this topic they've probably found the one match that we haven't really seen lots of mm. if at all I don't know. Yeah. Um but um Pete Dunne won the main event. Yeah. Shock of all shocks beating Joe Coffey. No um presence from the rest of the Scotch Graps was there like No, where where, where was Gallus? Yeah. Um obviously weren't booked. What is a Gallus? I think I think it might be Scottish for Scottish. All right, like I, I like it feels like it's a Celtic word. Isn't that Alba? I don't know. I mean, this is it. I'm just guessing. Yeah, like it feels like a word that Scottish people might use to describe themselves or something. Um, All I can think of is Gallimimus, which is a small dinosaur that um, was in the Jurassic Park film. I think the sinister leader behind the faction is going to be revealed, and it's going to be George Galloway. Right. And they're actually they're they're, they're Gallus. Yeah, yeah, they belong to Gala. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I I actually think that they might end up. It turns out that they're Australian and that they're flaming right. Galas. Right. It's anyway, Galas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he won that match, and then while standing around posing with the belt, mm. um, uh, the ring camp music hit, and Big Daddy Volta. Um, made his appearance, came out onto the stage and then into the ring. Um, and he looks like he'll be the next challenger or at least somewhere down the line for Pete Dunne. Yeah. Um, it also featured probably the best moment of the, mat, <laughs> uh, the whole show, Yeah. Um, which was Joe Coffey tentatively deciding, actually, I'm not letting you two have this big moment. I'm going to get in the ring. And Walter just... Kicked him in the face, kicking his head off. Yeah, do you know it was it was weird. It was a it was a nice moment to end the show. Yeah, Um, and I feel we skipped a a whole lot of other stuff. We might get to that in a minute. Um, But at the end of it, it was it was a if you weren't familiar with who these people were, it's some big lad called Walter. Mm. Um, As we say in America, uh, I think he'll be known as Waldo. Um, uh, Facing off with Pete Dunne. Yeah, um, kicking a fella in the face in between. Um, they actually before this happened, Pete Dunne was posing in the ring, and they put the um, the copyright up. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, they do that now, don't yeah, they? But do you remember the first time they did that? Yeah, yeah. It was when Kevin Owens murdered Sami Zayn. Yeah, so it wasn't quite in that yeah. ballpark, was it? No. Well, they also then did it with. Um, I think the main the main like sort of um, example of this was. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa right. after they'd lost the, some sort of match and it was a Ciampa turn on Gargano. They were on the 
on the ramp and the whole thing. It's like the show's finished by everyone, and then Champa twatted yeah. it. Um, Do you know what my favourite use of it was? What? Um, you remember when uh, Sheamus beat Roman Reigns for the title mm. uh, and left Roman Reigns lying in a in in a confetti oh, thing because right. he cashed in. Yeah, and then they faded to black, and then they faded back in. And you watched Roman Reigns walk to the back with no music <laughs> playing to hear people virtually doing the laugh of the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favourite use. Of yeah, it. yeah, that was really good. Um, so yeah, so Walter's the the but, new thing. So like you know, that's one of the few, I think, matches that you can use the people from NXT UK mm. and put them in a, a major high profile match that will appeal across the board. Yeah. And people won't have seen it yeah. done to death and people will have major interest because Pete Dunn's Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's, you know, 602 yeah. days. And, um, and sometimes it has felt a little bit with Pete Dunn. In the last couple of years, of Pete Dunn's always a joy to watch. Yeah. Um, but there's never been any peril involved in him in the last no. couple of years on on the british indie scene he's always going to win his matches well because the thing is he was even doing that for the most part before he became uk yeah. champion because he was doing the trio stuff with yeah. um british strong style um and it's kind of felt a little bit like that in nxt uk the oh yeah it's peaked on yeah yeah who's we, a serious threat yeah uh walter seems like a serious threat yeah so you never know for those who watch it going forward this yeah. might, this I'm might sure it'll be a great match. Although everybody's into Walter versus Mako Satamora, that's that's the money match. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You know. I'm still waiting for that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they they've got something going forward. Yeah. Um. They need something up and down the card though. Yeah. Um. It did feel quite slight. Yeah. Um. It would have been nice for first takeover to have some kind of multi-man match. <laughs> Yeah, um, that would have been kind, good. Just like to if, flesh things if out you're going to do bit. things that feel like they're of little consequence, at least do some car crash. Yeah, thing. And they had a car crash match, um, two yeah. of the bigger cars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, people carriers. One very long car. Uh, yeah, a uh, uh, stretch, stretch limo, limo yeah. and um, one big wide car. Yeah, um, a transit van. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they had Eddie Dennis against uh, Dave Mastiff. Yeah. Um, a match featuring two people that I have enjoyed a lot over the years, but hold absolutely no interest to me whatsoever. Eddie was one of my favourites for a long time, but I just don't know what he is at the moment. Yeah. Um, the only real stuff I've seen him in recently is as part of Nothing to Prove, which wasn't really my thing. Um, he seemed just on the, the the clips I've seen, he's just an angry ranty man. Yeah, um, which just seemed a bit weird. Well, because I also hate the um, like people love to sort of think about villains as like ah uh, they have to believe everything that they're saying, mm. but I think some people have misinterpreted that as they have to be reasonable and make points yeah. that some people agree with. It's like no, they don't. They don't have to do that. Like they can be you know, well-spoken and be able to communicate their opinions well, but we still shouldn't feel like we agree with them. No. Um, and that's that's been my problem with Eddie's heel stuff. Yeah. And, and part of it is, obviously, we've not seen all the build and they showed some of the clips, um, but a lot of the stuff they've been using to build it 
just seems to be here's one of the fellas in the match talking quietly backstage in a, a dimly lit room. Yeah, and we are the two big people. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> that's and also just, like... I don't like this. I mean, the, as far as we know, it's it's all being booked by the Progress guys. Um, that's, that's the talk. The word, yeah. Um, I don't know who amongst them has decided that this is the way to go forward. That everybody struggled and had a working class background and everything's going to be done with, you know, one-on-one interviews in a, in a, a dimly lit room mm. as people talking quietly and reasonably about something in a regional accent. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't set me alight. No. I want to hear, well, you know, it's ironic. Mean Gene died. Yeah. Um, we need someone like that to, to get, kind of get these fired up promos. Well, I mean, there's like... <sighs> When we were watching it, I, I made a comment about, like, every man who has had a wrestling match on this show has had a beard. Yeah. And that's true. Walter didn't have a beard, did he? He did not have a wrestling match, but no. Changed I mean, I up. actually said that during the main yeah. event. Um, and then you pointed out also no people of colour on no. the whole show. No. Um, which... Is fun, isn't it? Yeah. In 2019. Um, I mean, it shouldn't be a thing, but it does stand out that Pete Dunne looking yellow is the nearest you get to anybody being a, a different shade. Yeah. Um, it's just, really, can we try a bit? I mean, it's, I'm not asking for tokenism. No. But we know we know they are out there and not in a scary bmp way (laughs) do you know what i mean um but but i got my point my point was going to be is if you switched on this show and you had absolutely no idea who any of these people were i think you would struggle to find somebody that you could hold on to as being Mm. your guy because nobody showed any particular particularly strong personality no um even the people who are like the bigger personalities, like Mustache Mountain, they kind of just came out and did their match. Yeah. Um, or like Zach Gibson, you know, one of the the better personalities that British wrestling has had yeah. the past few years. This would have um, been an ideal time for his his promo. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, you know, you know, De- Devlin kind of was the biggest villain on the show, um, but was undercut. Yeah, by the big. I mean, that's we the, quickly. Um, Jordan Devlin was supposed to face Travis Banks. Yeah, he attacked Travis Banks before the bell. I was bummed about that because I love Travis Banks. Yeah. and then had a match with um, what's his name? What's his name? Finn Balor. Finn Balor, that's the one. Um, Demoted the second already. best Irish wrestler in the world. Yeah, um, behind Becky Lynch. Yeah, um, and they had a fun match. Finn Balor won. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Um, Which I'm sure was lovely if you were there. And if you were one of those two people in the match. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure it was a fun surprise. Yeah. It was a fun surprise. Um, but also it kind of made, I don't know, maybe this is me overthinking it and that's fine, but kind of makes the show feel a little bit second rate to me to go... Here's one of the guys that you already know to m- get you interested because you're not interested in this. Yeah, I mean, 
but that that's no, probably me no, being I mean, mean spirited. It, it reminded me of a lot when I first got into wrestling. Um, I used to buy like PWI and stuff, so I knew what was going on in the the dying days of the territories. And mm. Really, the only territories that were still going then um, were Memphis and Smoky Mountain. Yeah, and they they would because they had a hookup with WWF yeah. at the time. You would get occasionally like. Um, Isaac Yankum would come down to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Memphis and, and that stuff. And it felt a bit like that. But that's fine because you, that's tacit acknowledgement that these are the draws. Yeah. These are the people that we're going to send as a favour to Jerry Lawler. Yeah. As a favour to Jim Cornette to help, you know, bolster those territories mm. because we see value in that. This is a WWE product. Yeah. The, the, the people on this show should be the stars of that show yeah um again i feel like i am overthinking that yeah i feel like i'm being a bit mean-spirited um but the point i was trying to make was there are no standout personalities and there are no people that are on this show that like sort of flash that sort of pop and that will grab you Mm. because ultimately it's a bunch of white dudes with beards beating each other up uh, like to varying degrees of <laughs> brutality and athleticism. Yeah. Like nobody's got, you know, significant gimmick stuff that they do in their matches. Mm. Uh, nobody's funny. There was not a sense of humor amongst this lot tonight. No. And uh, yeah, we were talking before the show and I mentioned about what I thought was lacking from watching the TV. Um, and I made the point that when I first came back to wrestling, one of the first things that I watched was was NXT. I got into NXT. Um, it had been going a few years by that point. And of course, development, you made the point, development had been going for a long time. Um, but it wasn't long after the first takeover. Um, so you kind of think similar positions. Mm. And I think back then to like the characters that there were, um, Adam Rose, Mojo Rawley, uh, Bull Dempsey, you had um, Enzo and Cass, you had the the French fellas, um, I can't Marcus it. Luis, yeah, whatever they were called, and um, Francois Mitterrand. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was full of of, of colourful characters, people trying different things, and I just part of me wonders if there's not room for that here. Yeah, well, again, that's something that we might see. Um, the development centre, performance centre grow Mm. into and produce because we know that WWE for a long time have liked doing those sort of things with their developmental characters. Um, And, you know, maybe because at the moment, a lot of the people that they've signed are people that have been around on the scene for years and the product that they're putting out for this is very much reflective of the scene that all of these people have come from. Yeah. So maybe we will start to see them, like somebody like Amir Jordan, yeah. that they have been using. Um, I don't know whether he was with the them for the performance center thing, but like he might be somebody that they want to take and go, we like this thing that you're doing, we're going to amp it up. Or somebody like, I'm trying to think, um, Saxon Huxley. Say Saxon Huxley. I was going to say Dan Maloney. Yeah. Like so you take Dan Maloney and 
you go okay well we like some of the stuff you're doing we want you to turn it up to 11 all right um <laughs> um so we'll i don't know we'll see um sorry we've got a little bit of a technical issue a bit of alan's microphone has fallen apart it's all right um okay you've been fiddling we've bloody been fiddling yeah, this is it this is, didn't your mother mother ever tell you you keep playing with it it'll fall off um uh so yeah maybe we'll see them sort of focus in on some of these people like even somebody like nina samuels like mm. they've got her down there she's got a character already if you know maybe wwe is the place where they go focus on this part of your character this is your character now everything that you do is going to be in service of this part of your character and that will become more of a pronounced part of what she does going forward i don't know what that is no but like that's what wwe sort of strength has been with its development yeah i mean we're, we're right at the start of hopefully what is going to be like quite a long project yeah a lot of these guys won't make it uh further than the first year or so um they're there to provide bodies um good workers to get things off the ground yeah um you know i don't need to name names you, you can probably think of the people i'm thinking of um and then you see where you go from there i think it's been we've had a real rambly chat yeah about it um it kind of sums up that it was it was just there, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel really indifferent about this show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm glad I watched it. It was fun to watch and make fun of a little yeah. bit. But um, for the first takeover, um, it it didn't it didn't stand out. Um, yeah. I've seen everybody on that show tonight. I've seen have five, ten better matches. Yeah, everybody on that show, um, uh, and that includes James Drake. Not Ripple H, though. Well, not Ripple H, no, because who who has ever seen Ripple H? Before? No, who has ever seen her? And I don't think you've ever seen Bomber Dave Mastiff before. I did see him on that first episode oh, of NXT right, UK that we watched. Bomber, Bomber. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's not inspired me to want to watch more nxt uk if you like it and you enjoy it great if you were there tonight and you had a good time fine i mean people seem to be having a great time i i wouldn't be averse to going to watch it you know it's just it doesn't really i mean we've made plans in a couple of weeks to to go and see a show in a, a small town in bedfordshire yeah um that has promised us a rumble and I'm more excited about that, yeah, than the the prospect well, of of seeing and that's because people it's I really like in WWE UK. But that's because it's new, yeah. It, like that's because it's new, and this is not new, yeah, in any way. And maybe in two years' time, when we haven't been watching these guys like mm. week in week out, like in you know small town halls in Dorley, or you know in um, a pub in. Cheltenham or uh, the electric ballroom in Camden like maybe after a while there'll be a bit of distance and a um a bit of absence that makes the heart grow fonder um but you know there'll be a desire for like I've you know if I don't see Pete Dunn 
if I don't have an opportunity to see Pete Dunne anywhere else and the only place I'm going to get to see him is to go to an NXT taping in Coventry, maybe I'll be more inclined to want to go and see an NXT taping in Coventry. I'm just going to go around his house. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he will become a draw for me at that point. Yeah, and that's obviously what they're hoping. Yeah. Um, because I did notice that um, both Pete and Tyler are working an indie show in Canada right. uh, next week. So it's like they're obviously not restricted um, from working indies. It's just the indies over here, mm. um, presumably to make people buy the tickets for the WWE shows. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Um, We're going to be back with a few shows over the next couple of weeks. Um, we've got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we, yeah, we'll likely be back. Before you know it. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for being who I am. Um, but uh, thanks for listening. Tell your friends to listen to a different episode. <laughs> and uh, join us on Facebook. Um, until next time, it is getting on for midnight. So go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we climbed, but the seasons out of time All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the river that we keep, but the starfish on the beach